This is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I'm your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. We want to take better care of ourselves so we're able to care for our loved ones who rely on us. This is episode 11, and it's going to be one that I'll refer to a lot in future episodes because truly, this one task sets the tone for my entire week. When I skip it, I'm more stressed (laughs) than I need to be. So I'm going to walk you through the benefits of menu planning and how I do it. My method has changed some over the years, so I'm not saying my way is the only way or even the best way for you, but I 100% believe menu planning helps everyone no matter how you do it. So here are three reasons why menu planning is so important. First, it eliminates decision fatigue at the worst possible time of day to have decision fatigue. At my house, everyone is home around 4.30 each afternoon. If I don't know what we're having by that time, it's stressful for me and Lee and the boys. We don't want to default to that what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? (laughs) Discussion at 545 and then just decide it's too late and pick up fast food, which by the way, starts a whole new what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? Discussion. Second, menu planning saves money because I know ahead of time what all I need to buy. One whole chicken can be cooked and picked for chicken pot pie for dinner one night and then added to stir fry for lunch another day. And let me just insert as a side note that Lee is a master at picking a chicken. He worked at Boston Market when he was in high school and it was one of his duties. So that's not a skill he gets to brag on very often. So I'm going to throw that in here to, to brag on him a little to give him some credit. Third, it's so customizable. I'll share my method, but if it doesn't work for you, try to plan all the meals out for an entire month or pick 12 to 15 recipes and rotate through those. I've done that before and written the recipes out on index cards and then just pulled out the ones I wanted to use that week. Ask yourself how to make it easier for you and then go for it. Okay, so now let's jump into what I do. On Sunday nights, I get my dry erase weekly calendar board and I open our shared calendar app. I can see what meetings Lee has and as the the boys have gotten older, um, our schedule fills up with their activities too. Right now, David has play rehearsal and James has special Olympics practice every week. Plus, there's church on Wednesday nights. So I list everything we have going on in one section of the dry erase board. Then I open my Pinterest app and pull out a cookbook or two and pick out meals we want based on my themes for the days of the week. So let's break down each one of those steps. First, I keep a lot of recipes on Pinterest. I'll link to the board in the show notes on my website, but a few of my favorite recent finds are apple cranberry bacon kale salad, (laughs) a copycat recipe of the honey chipotle dressing that they put on the salads at Chipotle, and a Greek marinade that I use on chicken when we make pitas. Second, I love cookbooks, especially ones from Pioneer Woman and old church cookbooks are really the best. I even recently discovered that my library has a big selection of cookbooks, so I check out a couple each month and then take pictures on my phone of any that look interesting. And third, I have themes for each day of the week that give me a framework for picking recipes. Here are the themes for my week. 
Mondays are the nights that I am most likely to try something new. Since I menu plan on Sunday nights and get groceries delivered on Monday mornings, more about that in a few minutes, I'm most likely to feel creative in the kitchen on a Monday. If nothing new or different sounds good, I usually make the lazy geniuses change your life chicken recipe, the Greek pitas that we all love, or something that I know is a family favorite. So Monday nights are a good night to try new recipes or go with something that I know we love. On Tuesdays, we have Mexican food. (laughs) Sometimes it's Taco Tuesday, but it could be quesadillas or even King Ranch chicken. We live in Texas, so Tex-Mex food is a favorite around here for sure. On Wednesdays, I pick from a list of a few quick meals that we all like but can eat at different times since it's a church night. So that might mean pepperoni bread or grilled cheese or leftovers. On Thursdays, we eat something in a bowl. It's bowl night. (laughs) So that could be like a rice bowl, a salad, spaghetti, or another kind of pasta, anything that we eat in a bowl. On Fridays, I do comfort food. This is a little bit of a new routine for us, but I'm working on Friday evenings having more of a Sabbath feel to them. So I want foods that my people love. This might be soup or chili when it's cold or a more involved meal that I don't make very often like chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes. I'll do a whole episode on our Sabbath feeling evening in the future, but for now, comfort foods on Friday is working for us. On the weekends, I make a plan for lunch and dinner since everybody's home, but it's easy because it's the exact same plan every weekend. On Saturdays, we have Chick-fil-A for lunch and we have hamburgers for dinner. Right now, David has rehearsal on Saturday mornings, so we pick him up at noon and then we go through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And having burgers on Saturdays was part of our routine when I was growing up. My dad grilled out every Saturday when I was young, and that routine works well for us now, especially since James doesn't always eat what we eat, so Lee grills extra burgers that I can fix for James any night. On Sundays, we have pizza for lunch, and everyone is on their own for dinner. I may help them decide by giving them options for dinner, and of course, we have to heat something up for James, but I don't make a specific plan, and I don't cook anything new on Sunday nights. So let's go back to my Sunday night planning session. I fill out the menu based on the themes for each night and then I make a grocery list. I use Shipped to shop for me, so on Sunday night I create an order to be delivered Monday morning. If you aren't familiar with Shipped, spelled S-H-I-P-T, it's a service that shops for you in most areas. I click on everything I need and can leave notes like whether I need ripe avocados that I'm gonna use right away or if they can be firm for later in the week. Then someone delivers the groceries to my house. (laughs) There's a link in the show notes to get a discount on a year of ship so you can check it out for yourself. There are times that my small town grocery store doesn't have what I need. Like last week, I wanted kimchi and they don't carry that. So I did go to the grocery store in the town where James does therapy and I had that delivered curbside. A few times a year, I go into Houston for Trader Joe's. (laughs) especially at Christmas time because I really like their cookies. But we like a lot of their frozen foods, and so I really stock up when I make the trip to Trader Joe's. Okay, (laughs) that feels like a lot of information about what I do each week. I think we may have even talked about it longer than it actually takes me to do. I'll put a lot of links in the show notes so those of you who want to see specific recipes can click on them. 
All this talk about dinner is making me pretty hungry. I'm glad I already have a plan for tonight. I'll share it in my stories on Instagram, so make sure that you connect with me there if you haven't already. My username is Sandra Peoples. So let's wrap up like we always do with a prayer. Heavenly Father, what we eat matters to you. From the garden in Genesis to the marriage supper of the Lamb in Revelation, we read about food you provide and meals you plan. Some of my favorite stories in your word include food, like when David invited Mehebesheth to his table in honor of his friend and Mehebesheth's father, Jonathan, or when your son Jesus made breakfast on the beach for the disciples after his resurrection. Meal planning can feel monotonous at times, but it's one of the most practical ways we can show love to others. You provide food for us, and we prepare it for the ones we love. Help us this week as we plan and cook meals for our families and anyone you bring to our tables. It's in Jesus' name, amen. Before we sign off, I want to make sure you know about a couple things happening on my Patreon page this month. First, I release a bonus episode there every month. This month, I'm talking about how to care for those who often feel neglected because we are caregivers. You know, like our spouses and our typical kids. Second, we're kicking off our spring Bible study on February 27th. It's called Jesus is Better, and it's a look at how people we meet in the Old Testament point us to Christ. Jesus does what they couldn't do. We'll go through the study each week leading up to Easter, so be sure you check out patreon.com slash sandrapeoples to learn more about how to become a financial supporter and get access to all of the great resources there. Next week, in episode 12, we're going to cover solutions for super busy or stressful seasons. If you're listening in real time, I'm hosting a special needs conference this weekend, and it's going to be a lot of fun, but it's also going to be a lot of work. So I'm going to be putting those solutions into practice at our house. I hope you have a great week, and I'll meet you back here on Monday.